0: Hey guys, welcome back to As Told By Moms. Today we have a little bonus episode for you. And we're going to do a little TV recap of House of the Dragon, the season finale that just happened yesterday. Um, let's just get right into it because this is this is something that we can not even wait for. Lore, how you doing? What's going on? I am doing good. I feel the need to really dive in to what happened in this mm-hmm. episode because it was just... Poof! Mind blown. It was um a little bit much, honestly. Um, it was shooketh to my core. Yeah, for real. So this was the season finale of the first season of House of the Dragon on HBO. If you don't watch it, you should. Um, it comes on on Sunday nights. It just finished, so you're gonna have to wait till friggin' 2024 for it to come back. I looked it up today. And it is going to start shooting in 2023. And we probably have season two, 2024, which is so dumb. (laughs) I hate when they do that. Honestly, that is extremely unfortunate and really inconsiderate of the creators. I know. Um, But I mean, I guess it's fine. I was thinking about it today. I was like, they don't need like a break. Like they should be banging out these seasons like nobody's business. But then you think about the production level and it's pretty intense, I'm sure. But, like, what do we pay you for? You know, like, what's my <laughs> subscription for? <laughs> Truly. <Literally. laughs> um, okay, so the episode was called The Black Queen. This, ep- this bonus TV recap episode is going to have spoilers. We are going to talk about the entire episode. So if you have not watched it now, hit pause and start back once you watch it. Um, because I do not want to spoil anything for you. The show did just come out less than 24 hours ago. So, you know, if you haven't watched it, I understand, but also like get it together and go watch it before you listen to the rest of this podcast. What I think you should do is hit pause, go back to as told by moms and stream episode one and two, and then come back and see us for the TV recap. I like that. I like that idea too. That sounds like a good idea. Whatever you shameless want to shameless plug, <laughs> whatever time allows for you, um, go ahead and do that. So, all right, let's jump right in to our House of the Dragon TV recap. Um, How did you feel? Okay, I really, I really want to get your take on this episode in the beginning. Just right out the gate, homegirl uh, Rhaenyra goes into labor, right? So she gets some bad news. Oh, no, actually, her aunt shows up, right? And then the aunt, like... Okay. The way that she delivered the news of her dad's death, like it was a little insensitive to me. It was just kind of blunt. Um, She just basically was like, yo, your dad's dead. That's it. I I honestly (laughs) felt like it was not that it was supposed to be climactic, but it was just, I wanted more substance. Like I wanted her to actually be like, I'm so sorry. This is blasphemous treason. Let me tell you what's going on. And yeah. she was just like, I'm so sorry to tell you about the passing of your father. I'm like what? No, I feel like she didn't even say that. I feel like she straight up was like, Hey, cause when she came in, she thought she was going to give an update about her husband. Uh, what's his name? Oh gosh. Lord Corliss. Yes. Hate that man. Hate, hate, hate. Yes. So him, I thought she was going to, they, I, Rhaenyra thought she was going to get an update on him. And her aunt was just like, "Mm, your dad's dead or Viserys is dead. Not even like no other (laughs) explanation, no other like moment or anything like that. So that was first things first. They got that out of the way. And, you know, she brought on the bad news that she was a prisoner. And it wasn't, oh, oh, tell me how you feel about Damon throughout like finding out that his brother passed I truly felt like he looked so sad and I was not expecting that from him yeah I definitely agree I think you can see throughout the duration of the episode sort of where Damon's switch changes Mm -hmm. because we've seen him be almost calm and not his usual like reckless self yeah. throughout these last few episodes and then it's like boom he suddenly became who he was in episode one yeah. he's like i am taking no prisoners i'm here to change the game i want to kill everybody yeah and i'm gonna do it yeah because he realizes like the first thing he asked was like how did he die um he wanted to see if it was like of a natural cause what what it, you know what happened and she said she didn't know and the fact that she was held prisoner is kind of what gives damon the thought of like they did something to my brother and i think that's what set him off um but you can see like throughout the episode he's just kind of like somber in a sense like in those quiet moments obviously he wants to like go to war and go crazy and kill everybody but there's also like a somberness about like his you know like his demeanor kind of Um, so that was that. And then we go into this crazy birthing scene and, okay, listen, I have three kids. I've never had a natural vaginal delivery. I've had C-sections. So watching this for me, having had three kids and major surgery was like traumatic. (laughs) How did you feel having not having like not having gone through that experience yet of any type of labor? Let me hear your thoughts on that because I'm curious to know. So from the C-section in I think it was like episode one. Oh I was yes, like that's right. not, not as traumatized. I was like, hey, Juan, look like that's how I was born. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But seeing this, I was like, oh, my God. I am putting a padlock on my uterus. Like, (laughs) bye. Nobody touch me. Nobody look at me. Like, I do not want to have children. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. It was, It, it, I think it just took all of, like, like, moms were like, oh, my God, birthing is so beautiful and this and that. I'm like, that's beautiful? No, I'm traumatized. I think for some people, it's, okay, so I was looking at it and I was like, okay, First off, this is not like your normal experience in 2022. Some people do have that because they have home births and water births and all of that stuff and birthing centers. But I don't think that that's the majority experience that people have uh, right now in this day and age. So for that time frame and that time period, yes, I could see how that was kind of the normal um, because they were just kind of letting her labor and even like her nurses or whatever they're called – They were like, let us help you. Let us help you like through this. And homegirl was like determined. Like she was determined and she went into labor early. So that was like another kind of thing that they just kind of threw in there, which I was telling Daniel, like as soon as she started going into labor, I was like, I feel like she's really small. Like I don't think it's time for her. That was the first thing the maester said was like, she's early. This is, you know, she shouldn't be having this baby right now. I think that (laughs) just watching her, I was like, yo, somebody get her some milk of the poppy. Like, Oh, my gosh. I said the same thing. (laughs) Give (laughs) her this, like, whatever old-timey epidural. Like, she's in pain. Oh, my gosh. I literally told Daniel the same (laughs) thing. I was like, somebody needs to get her some milk of the poppy because that's insane. Bro, I just, like, I just didn't understand why she wanted to go through that like by herself like why didn't you let them help you yeah I think she I don't know something I think something was just not right overall with like the whole pregnancy and stuff like that I think she just felt like this one had to be because they had named this baby Viserys Mm, so yeah which I didn't remember until Daniel said it Um, but I was just like I don't know it was just like a really sad situation because then you know, she births her baby and then she also buries her baby. So I think usually it's the maester who like wraps the baby and wraps like the person who passes, but she was doing everything. Like she had the baby, wrapped the baby, and then, you know, they went ahead and, and did like their ceremony or whatever, which I thought was crazy. Um, Dang it. There was something else. Oh, speaking of milk of the poppy, do you know where that, like, do you know what it is? Like, You know how they give it, they give it to them, you know, back then to like kind of drug them a little bit or whatever. Is it like their version of morphine? Kind of. But, um, so I learned this from Ozark, but poppies are how you make heroin. What the hell is heroin? Heroin, heroin, like the drug. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said heroin. I'm like, no, honey, that's a theme park here in South Carolina, (laughs) North Carolina. (laughs) Oh, heroin. Heroin. So it's made from I don't know, some type of like poppy flower, like actual leaf flower like from the ground, and then they oh. use it to make heroin. Sorry, I'm not well versed on these drugs. <laughs> you need to watch more drug related shows. Goodness gracious. Oh my god. No, okay, Drug Lord, um, my goodness. Breaking <laughs> Bad over here. I did watch that too, but that's not that's not heroin. <laughs> That's um crystal math. <laughs> oh coolness! <laughs> thanks. <laughs> they made that crazy too. Anyway, um, okay. So then, after okay, what comes next after she has her baby? Think- they bury the baby. Okay. We skipped over this part. How Damon and Rhaenyra, when Rhaenys told her, like told them the news, mm-hmm. they each had different reactions. Damon was pissed off and he was like why didn't you just burn them all to the ground Mm. and Rhaenyra was more like solemn what did you think about that Um, I think she's a lot like her dad in that sense of she's trying to keep the peace in a way but also like but I think she's gonna get to the point I think it's like she's one of those people that it's like hard to piss off but when you get them to that point it's game over. Like, she's going to lose her mind, especially, like, we'll get to this at the end, but, like, especially what happens at the end. Like, she is going to, like, be past the point of no return. Like, she's going to be a female daemon, I feel like, at, or worse. So, do we think she's going to go mad? Um, I mean, it's the Targaryen it's, way. That's exactly what I was going to say. I said, do you, like... I was going to say, do you think it's the Targaryen way? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it's, I think it's inevitable for them. Um, and I guess that because, I don't know if that's because of like their incest and their inbreeding is what they say. No, honestly, like that's what they say. I was literally just going to say that. Yeah. Like maybe they should stop sleeping with their family and they'll be normal. Well, I think that's, that's like the whole thought behind it or whatever. Um, but Viserys was so different, so I don't know, I don't know if maybe he would have lived longer, he would have eventually got mad, I don't know, I'm not really sure, but I don't think she's gonna go mad, like, um... Daenerys? Yeah, I don't think she's gonna go that way, but I think she's just gonna, like, lose her mind over what happens in the sense of, like, rage and anger, sadness, things like that. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Oh, okay. So then the um, Kingsguard guy shows up. The twin that left, uh, their names are like so hard. Can we just talk about their names? It's Eric. Eric. E-R-Y-Y-K. No, E-R-R-Y-K. E-R-R-Y-K. The the other one is (laughs) A-R-R-Y-K. Eric? Eric and Eric? Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's like these names. Aegon and then what's the other one's name? Amen, Amen, and Agon, like they're all just so Renes, Renera, like it's just so confusing. Um, I need like a guide of everybody's name. Mm-hmm. They need some new names, yeah. Too. Um, so Eric comes, not a big deal. Pledges his oath. Um, I do love that he brought the crown. I thought that that was freaking awesome. I agree. I did. I like when he did that. I was like, uh, my man, go off, boy. Yeah, but I love I, that he did. that. I really. Yeah, I really enjoyed seeing him and just seeing him pledge his allegiance to Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of solidified something in her that, okay, people are listening to my cause. They yeah. are realizing that what the queen is doing is wrong and that I am the true queen of the seven kingdoms. Yeah. For and the sure. heir to the iron throne. Yeah. And I think that like um so after that happens, then they go into their war council which this is like the first time i think that you see her more like her dad i felt like um just cuz she was trying to think through things she wasn't just flying off the handle you can tell damon was already like let's burn this mug to the ground like he was not trying to <laughs> like be like thoughtful through the process or anything like that so um i love 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 i know this is like a prequel to um, Game of Thrones, which I just rewatched not that long ago. And I'm freaking obsessed with it again. Um, but I love hearing them talk about like the people that we know. So when they're like, Oh, I got to go to house Stark and make sure that they're still with us or house Baratheon. And I'm like, y'all have no idea what's about to go down (laughs) in like 400 years, (laughs) but it's just so freaking cool. Like that for me, I'm just like, it just makes me so happy. Honestly, the best part about the War Council has to be the table. Ugh, After bro. they lit the table up, I was like, "Everything that you're saying is going in one ear and out the other." Because yeah. this table, I am so fascinated by it. Yeah, it's and intense. Seeing like, seeing Winterfell, seeing Heron Hall, seeing like the twins and. All of these cities that obviously we know because of Game of Thrones. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, it makes me so excited. I know, but it's like it's like seeing, it's like seeing the past, but knowing already what the future is, because you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, honey, don't even worry, <laughs> like <laughs> they're going to get theirs. Don't worry. Um, one thing that I didn't realize, which is so funny, is House Tully. They talk about a lot. In this one, which is Sam's house, and I feel like he's such like not a main character. He not that he's not a main character in House, of, um, Game of Thrones, uh, which he was Jon Snow's like bestie, little chubby guy. I Freaking love him. He's the best. Um, but I feel like in this one, like his family is pretty important. Do you remember? I do remember, but. His so his last name is, I thought it was Tarly, no, it's Tully. No, I don't think so. Yes, I'm almost 100 percent sure, babe. I'm, I'm about to check. Daniel's um, in the room with me. We're we're fact checking right now. Sam, I think his name. No, Catelyn Stark used to be Catelyn Tarly. Tully. Huh? Tarly. Tarly. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I was so excited. Okay, never mind. Sam is. Not that important anymore. No, Tully is Catelyn Stark's maiden name. Oh, yes. Okay, that makes sense. That she was important. Daniel didn't catch that yesterday when I was like so so excited about Sam's family. (laughs) (laughs) So Catelyn, Catelyn, her sister Lysa, who's a we know psychopath. Marries John Aaron. Ugh, and I can't stand her sister. Their brother, <laughs> their brother Edmund. They are the Tullys. Got it. Okay. Well, just forget what I just said about Sam. I thought he, I, you know, he is really special. Still, anyway, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am deceased. <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. I'm trying to like go through and like just like remember um so that we can talk about what we felt at that moment they talk about the dragons which they talk about how many each one has which side has what one has like grown ones the other ones have like little ones that haven't been in a war all that stuff um so, so i think go ahead after after all of that auto high tower Goes to Dragonstone. He's a freaking loser, that guy. I hate this man. In the I beginning? I literally loathe him. Like, episode one, I was like, no, I like him. Like, he's not bad. Daniel's like, mm-mm, this guy's sketchy. You know, sketchy as all hell. And now I'm like, ugh, he's so freaking evil. Um. So, so then they receive... So while they're having this meeting, counting the dragons, all of that, mm-hmm. they receive word that... Otto is coming to Dragonstone. Yeah. So that's when Damon goes out to the bridge to meet him. Bro, that bridge is thought, epic. That scene is always so epic. Oh my God. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And then I noticed, like, I was like, wait, why is why is Rhaenyra not there? Mm-hmm. This girl swoops in on her dragon and honey. I'm like, oh yeah. She needs to make an entrance. Okay. Cause now she's the freaking queen. And she needs to do queen tings and show up on her dragon. She can't just walk down like a normal person. She has to, like, make an entrance. And I was totally here for it. I just think, like, okay, Otto, you have some gall to try and come here and have Rhaenyra bend the knee Mm -hmm. to Amon. Like, I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Yeah, he thought. Um, Wait, is Amon the one on the— thing yeah okay yeah. yeah 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 you're right um no Aegon, Aegon, Aegon. i was like Bro, wait his names i know literally you're gonna have to like Use his name put amen like, is the one with the missing eye yeah he's freaking ba though he's he he, he he's like he's like low-key kind of hot no the thing is like oh well, i feel like he's a child i don't feel like i can say he's hot i don't think he's hot i think he looks like he damon's does child not look like a child at all yeah he looks like damon's child Okay, They it's a snack too. <laughs> I do not find him handsome. I think his character. I think his character makes him like cool, like mysterious, like it, bad it's, boy it's vibes. His, yeah, it's his demeanor that makes. But him I don't handsome. look at him and be like, he's hot. Like he's not to me. I wish you guys could see Lauren on this video right now. <laughs> I am in literal shock. No, I don't. I don't I don't think he's hot. Sorry if that's a hot take for people, but me. Um, not my vibes. Um, okay, so yeah, Otto's there. He's about to die because they could kill him in literally a second. But of course, the queen and her graciousness, she um says that she'll think about it. And then he tries, okay. Do you think that Allison sent, I don't remember this in the episode before. Do you think she herself sent that page of the book as like a, you're my bestie, let's, you know, be on this on peace? Or do you think that was a move of Otto? I think that that was a pre-calculated move by Otto because based on Allison's reaction mm-hmm. to... Putting Amon on the throne, I think that her legitimate concern for Rhaenyra takes takes precedent yeah. in the sense that, like, she wants them to all be on the same page. Yeah. But she, it, it's, like, it's 51-49%. Like yeah. Like, 51% she wants her son on the throne. 49% she wants to remain close to Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <sighs> I, I think don't she's think so that torn. It was, Yeah, I don't think that it was a premeditated move by Allison. I think Otto brought that mm-hmm. to try and strike some chords with Rhaenyra, but she ain't having it, honey. No, I feel like it did though. I feel like it did strike a chord with her because it gave her a moment of pause and a sense of like okay, let me think about this. I don't think that, and she calmed like her man down, like chill, because you about to try to kill everybody. Um Honestly. I think, I think Allison's thing is like, in her heart, she wants to do the right thing. But I think because of like the fear that her dad keeps putting in her, where he'll say like, her kids' lives are not safe if Renira is still around. If Renira becomes queen, what could happen to her children? I don't think that, I think outside of that, if her her dad wasn't constantly putting that fear in her, I think she would have been fine with Rhaenyra taking the throne. You know, I don't think that she would have this like, I don't know, whole situation with. Well, I agree because I think at one point Rhaenyra proposed marriage with her daughter and one of, with Allison's daughter and one of Rhaenyra's sons. yeah, Um, And they were all happy about it. Allison was like, nah, fam, we ain't doing that. Yeah. So then she betrothed them off to Rhaenys. Oh, yeah, but, that's right. <clears throat> they were happy about that. I forgot. They were happy mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so we move on to another war council. Mm-hmm. And the most interesting part about this one was Rainier says that she wants to watch over Westeros peacefully. Yeah. And not over a kingdom of ash and bone. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Daenerys said something similar. She did. She did say something similar. Yes. And and I was like... But oh. then in the end, she like burned everybody up anyway. Truly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, her, she did say something. Her main, like- her main, like, uh, not campaign, but like her, she just didn't want to rule over like nobodies or burn kingdoms to the ground. Yeah. She wanted to make strong alliances and things like that. And it was just so interesting, like the crossover and the merge. And I was like, oh, I'm shook. Yeah, they're so clever with little things like that. Um, I'm, I would look up the episode. I almost kind of remember when that was, but um, yeah, she did say that and then she didn't stick to it, which is totally fine. Um, what I didn't understand was... Damon getting aggressive with her and like choking her out a little bit. Like I didn't understand why he felt like he number one had to do that. Um, I think he's, I think he's annoyed because her dad and now her are both ruling with this like quote unquote peacefulness. And he's like, no, like I want to just like burn things to the ground, take it by storm, take it by force. And I think he's tired of having leaders who are soft in his eyes, you know? And I think he just is, like, frustrated. But also I'm like, bro, what what is happening? Like, are you okay? So I think, so there was a point in the episode where after he finishes choking her out, like, um, excuse me, wow, Rhaenyra says he never told you. And I think that that's what set him off mm. because it showed it the, the way that I viewed it was that it still showed <coughs> that it still showed that Damon was on the outside. Like mm. he's not a part of the inner circle. It still yes. showed that he is an outcast or an outsider. And I think that that's what set him off. He was like, how, like, how dare he tell you and not me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, and I think that that's what really pissed him off. Huh. Yeah, because all of it is, like, around this prophecy, right? Of Correct. The Song of Ice and Fire. Like, that's the whole gamut that this thing is, like, kind of built upon. Um, Correct. Which I need to look that up again because I don't remember exactly what it was. I feel like the season was packed with, like, so much stuff. Um, so I need to go back and look up what that actually means and, like, what that actually was. But – um Yeah, I think that's, I think you're right. I think he's just pissed because he doesn't know what the heck is happening. Um, And I think he's frustrated because he's tired of these soft, weak leaders. And to be honest with you, Viserys like annoyed me as a king. Like I could not deal with him. I was happy when he died. I thought it was sweet, you know, the whole process. But like he was annoying. He was annoying. I wanted a little bit more oomph from a king and I felt like he was weak. So you you are a savage. <laughs> no, I was just like, I'm so tired of seeing him on these episodes. He's whack. Like every time they would show like the scenes from the next and he was still in it. I was like, ugh, come on. Like, let's get rid of this guy already. Like, because I thought Renira was going to be a little bit more hardcore than he is. And she's a little soft, lovey mama right now. But I think she's going to turn into a freaking pit bull. Um, here soon so I'm excited to see that side of her cause it's all sweet when she wants to be like her daddy but no we gotta move on we gotta be we gotta get our war clothes on honey cause yeah, it's we, time I, I, I need to see the Targaryen come out yeah Um. okay let's see what else happens uh, Corliss comes and says blah 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 fine we don't care about you you're hanging on by say, a thread, too. I am, like, really upset that the sea snake is still alive. And, like, why do they call him that? I was just going to say that. I'm, like, uh, the name sea snake is stupid. It's lame. So dumb. Like, But I think it was interesting that rainy's like, kind of, he, like, tries to not one-up her, but tries to tell her, like, no, we're doing this. And she's, like, excuse me? listen, Rhaenyra is the only person that I trust right now. Yeah. And she is the only one keeping this kingdom together. Yep. And you have no idea what's going on because you've been out here messing around for six weeks at sea. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also didn't realize that there was a kid named Joffrey. Like, who is he? That's one of Rhaenyra's kids? Yeah, there's Luke, Jace, and then Joffrey was the little guy. Um, PTSD, okay? That name just gives me PTSD. I cannot, uh-huh, I can't. Like, Sorry, I don't want to say PTSD because that's, like, a real thing. But um, it gives me, like, trauma when I think about the name Joffrey because he was so freaking evil in Game of Thrones. Um, Okay, just so... Re- the, mm. the recycling of names is just really annoying. Well, like, because... Okay, <sighs> because Jon Snow's real name is... Amen. Aegon, 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 Targaryen. And it's just like, but it also shows you like the generation. Like are these, are these family names though? Cause like I we don't, need to get rid obviously. of them. Obviously they are. They're all named the same names. It's, it it's giving me trauma because like Juan and his dad and his grandpa oh, yeah. and his mom and his sister, they all have the same freaking name. Yeah. And I'm like, this needs to end. Like, I will not have a Juan the Fourth. No, thank you. No, but you're going to have Alejandro. That's not part of his As family a, name? No. Oh. Okay. It's just it's just his middle name. Oh, okay. I thought for, I don't know why I thought he was like a second. Not a second, a junior. No. Thank God. He's not a junior? <laughs> Interesting. Okay, look. We learn to no, we know every da- day. His, his dad's middle name is Enrique. Enrique. Okay. Enrique. Coolness. Um, okay, let's see. Okay. God, here's the time where she sends her little babies out to go collect Bannerman and just to make sure that everybody's still on the same page. And okay, I'm not going to lie. Last night, I was very tired when we were watching this. I dozed off for like a few minutes. I wake up to him like flying in the rain and then trauma. But this morning I went back and watched. I had only missed like five minutes um, of him like actually getting to the Baratheon castle. And it was just, it was just not bueno. So, okay. So I didn't know when I was watching the rain part. I didn't know that it was the younger one. I didn't know it was the little one that was riding the dragon. I did not know this. So when I went back and watched it today, it was pretty sad. I thought that this was the dumbest decision she could have ever made. Yeah, I think so, too. And, like, why would you send your own children? Like, you have done so much to protect them, to legitimize them, to make sure that nobody calls them bastards. Yeah. And here you are sending them off to get eaten. I know. I know. It's so crazy. Um, it was so traumatic for me. Yeah. I do love that when he got to the castle, um, you know, obviously Amond was there. He had beat him to the punch. He had already secured Baratheon's uh, loyalty. And at that point, he's like, oh, by the way, since we're here, give me your freaking eye. Like, what the heck, bro? Like, he's so dumb. Like, Talk about an opportunist. Like, he was like, oh, hey, you're here. Give me the eye. I want to give it to my mom as a gift. Like, no. Um, and he didn't allow it, Baratheon, which I appreciated. And he was like, you know what? The boy is here just to bring a message. Let him go. So at that point, I was like, okay, cool. But then I can tell that he was, like, uneasy. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Something's about to go down. Like, I could just feel it. And... I feel like watching that rain scene, of course, you know, when they show rain in a movie or a TV show, it means like a rebirth of something happening. That's like supposedly the symbolism of rain. Have you never heard that? Okay. Cinematic director. No, you've never never heard that before. Look it up, guys. Um, But now, now I'm thinking like every, every movie that. I've watched that has rain. It's like something super pivotal like the notebook. Yeah. And then it's like a rebirth of that character or that relationship or something like that. That's what they say. So look it up. It could be completely off base, but I'm almost positive that's what I've read in the past. Um, So you can just tell that he was like super stressed while he was flying, constantly looking over his shoulder. There is a moment where the lightning like kind of strikes and all you see over him is the freaking shadow of like Vagar, the big humongous freaking dragon. Um and it's just like a quick like lightning flash shadow and it's it gives you like goosebumps cuz you're just like what the hell is going to happen. Um but then it was interesting to me that Lauren, you can jump in at any moment. I feel like you're just listening to me tell a story. <laughs> I ju- okay. So <laughs> Eamon, he was on one. He was. Definitely on he was definitely on one. Watching that entire scene, I think I'm pretty sure like my watch, my Apple watch, like beeped and it was like high, like high um heart rate because <laughs> I was stressed. I'm like Ask one. I was literally like, oh my God, oh my God, something's going to happen. I don't feel good. This is, this is bad. Yeah. I was so, I was panicked. I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm, I'm freaking out. And then like when he comes up into the clouds and I don't see any, any rain, I'm like, oh, blessed. He escaped. And then I was like, oh no, oh no, something's about to happen. Sure enough, <sighs> eats him for lunch. Dude, Ugh. I first off was not expecting that because, well, no, I wasn't expecting that. But his dragon, um, his dragon was the one that disobeyed first. So his dragon like shot fire at Vagar, which is like, bruh, this dragon is like five your size, five times your size. So that was the first thing. And he told him like, r- like. To respect him and to like listen to what he was saying, obey Obey him. Yeah, yeah. To like obey him. And these dragons were like with a mind of their own because Vagar, he even wanted, um, Eamon didn't want Vagar to do anything. Like he was, I think it took him by surprise too. And his face at the end was like, oh crap, this is about to go down because this dragon now has officially started a war like officially that was the moment and you can see in Eamon's face like his smirk was gone his smile was gone his laughing was gone like everything was gone and he was like oh crap like it's about to go down I think that it because you kind of you see the struggle that Aemon has when he's trying to control his dragon, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, Vagar, no, yeah. no." Like pulling, pulling on the reins, trying to do whatever he can. Yeah. And in that mo- in that moment, Juan asked me, he's like, "Do you think like, um, do you think Aemon was like a good person in that moment?" And I said, "No." I said he should have never went up there in the first place. Mm-hmm. That like, why are you taunting him? You yeah. already told him that, or like it, it was already squashed, to yeah. sense. Yeah. And you you went up there and you provoked him. Yeah. What did you like I know you didn't expect this to happen, but at the same time it's just like you caused this. Yeah. Like you wanted to do an eye for an eye, well guess what? This kid is dead. Yeah. And now and now you need to go because mama's coming with a vengeance Yeah. And I think that is going to be um I don't know how that's going to play out with Amund. Um, or what's going to happen to him. But I feel like it's going to get real nasty. Like, he was worried about a debt being paid. Okay. And I... This is, like, beyond. So now you owe your life? Like, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just doesn't... It's just crazy to me. Yeah. Do you wish that there we would have had sound when Damon told Verniera? Yes. A hundred percent. Because... First off, I wanted to hear how he delivered the news. Um, That whole last part was just, like, silence. Um, And I would have liked a little bit more of that moment. I feel like it was quick. Obviously, it shows him walking up, and then they're not even, like, facing the camera. And then she just turns around, and you just see that she's crying. But, like, I feel like they could have definitely made that, like, more pivotal. I would have wanted, like a word from her. I would have wanted like a phrase, even if she says like the war it's is time on, for war, or, so, or something or like something that. Like yeah. That. I feel like that would have been like the boom moment at the end where you're just like, okay, it's going to go down next season. You know, like obviously we know what's going to go down next season because you can tell like, this is, this is what's going to happen. But I would have liked to hear something from her or Damon more from yeah, her. Though. I, th- I think that the lead up obviously was, you know, suspenseful and we're like, oh, what is she going to do? What is she going to say? But then it was just like kind of left lackluster. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is kind of annoying. Yeah. I was like, there's no way this is the end. Like, right. And we don't have like upcoming on on, you know, House of Dragon, like anything. And I'm like. Like, this is what you decide to leave it with? I'm like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. That pissed me off. Yeah. I told Daniel I didn't like that either. Um, only because I know that the seasons take so long to come out. So it's like we didn't know what Alison was doing at this moment. We didn't know if people we know Baratheon had like, you know, sworn his allegiance to the other king. But like, where did everybody else stand? Like where was House Stark? Who did they did they get to them to? Like nothing. It didn't feel like anything was, like, wrapped up in the sense of, like, okay, when we come back, we know who's on first, who's on second. You know, we kind of know, like, what's going to happen. They set us up for nothing, and they left us on this cliffhanger for a freaking season that comes out in, like, two years. I think that, okay, I could obviously understand leaving on a cliffhanger. Not a problem. What I think they should have done is after that happens. Pan to King's Landing. Show me Allison opening a scroll or something with the yes. news. Show show me Winterfell. Show me all of these people at you know having a council or having something. Yeah. And then pan to Damon talking to Rhaenyra. Yeah. And and like that. Yeah. But like you said, like there was a lot left to be said. Like we like, why didn't you show Jace going to Winterfell or to the yeah. Eyrie? Like I I would have. Love to see that. and then, by the time he gets there, let somebody else tell him and and you know, show him the scroll like, hey, dude, your brother's dead. Yeah, you know, yeah. And how did they know that he died so fast? <laughs> like like there's not like how would they know?
1: The Raven? No, I, I think
0: like maybe when his body fell, like there was somebody oh, in Storm's End that found him. His body fell. But no, like, honey, his body's like in Vagar's belly. Like he's he's inside no, the dragon. He, they show him snapped in half. Oh really? Yeah, they show him <laughs> and and Eric's who's his uh his dragon snapped in half. Ooh. Like vigar Vagar didn't swallow him. Like you Ooh. see the dragon's wings and his body fall into like the clouds. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I remember seeing that. Oh, okay, I didn't realize his body. I thought his body was like completely gone. Mm-mm. So somebody had to either like that. I, I want to know like who found him. Yeah. Did Aemon go and report it to somebody? Did Aemon go back to King's Landing? Like, wh- and also how much Whoa. time was it in between that? Like how much time was right. it from when he got eaten up? Oh, maybe this guy got back. Maybe um mm-hmm. Aemon made it back and sent a raven. To tell them what happened, because he obviously well, we'll, knew. Well, we'll never know, because these creators again snubbed us. Yeah, yeah, I need more answers for sure. Does it make so, you want to read the books? Huh? Does it make you want to read the books? Absolutely. You know not. we love a spoiler. I. Ugh. Okay, but I listen. Just don't have. I don't have time to read these books. Like oh. George R.R. R. Martin does not turn them out quick enough for me. Well, listen, this is the crazy thing about the books that Daniel told me today. So the books are based on historical, um, like what history wrote about what happened. So like the masters write their point of view of what happened. But what we're watching in the show is what actually happened. So the books are more of like a historical view. Okay, so think about it. This is how I had to think about it. The Bible, right? So the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those are all written from their perspective of events that happened. So like, obviously, there's certain things that are inspired by the Holy Spirit and things like that. But it's from Matthew's perspective, the book of Matthew. So the books are written from a compilation of like masters, like putting information together and things like that. And then the show is what actually happened. Make sense? Huh. That is very interesting. Uh, It still does not entice me to read said book. Yeah. Um, Well, if it's not going to give me spoilers of what happened, then I don't care. I want to read spoilers to the movie. I want to read the script. (laughs) Honestly, i went into mean, the show. I want to be at the table. Yeah, for the final read. Yeah, no. Know. Know. But sometimes the characters don't even know. Anyway, all right. Overall, what did you think? What um, what rating would you give on a scale of one to ten for a season finale of season one? Because you know these these things grow and then they get better and they get better. Um, so what would you rate first season House of the Dragon season finale? See, I'm having a hard time with this because I'm just comparing it to Game of Thrones. Oh, same. So I'm having a hard time compartmentalizing. However, I will say I wish that House of Dragon would have been more informative. I feel like Game of Thrones, like, I feel like if you look at episode one of Game of Thrones... They they talk about, like, who the Lannisters are, who the Starks are, who the Baratheons are, etc. And I feel like House of Dragon just started and they expected us to know who the hell these people are. And I'm like, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah, I feel that. But also, too, like, it's not as many families that you're dealing with when it comes to House of Dragon. Because it's just kind of like the Targaryens and... The Sea C-snake, the Snakes family, I forgot what their last names are, Valerian. Valerian. And then, you know, like they're now just starting to mention uh, the Baratheons and the Starks and all of that. But, I mean, you're really just talking about like one family per se. So maybe that's yeah, why I they felt like they didn't have to put that much information. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Um, I think overall I would give it a solid 7 out of 10. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say 7 out of ten, seven out of 10. I think that there were certain, first of all, super dark. Like I need HBO to lighten these scenes up. 1,000%. The candlelight is not enough. It's not enough lighting. My eyes are straining every single episode. And it's just, that's not it. It's not it. We need to go outside. We need to get some natural light. It's too dark in these dungeons (laughs) and castles. Like it's too much. I agree with you. They need to up their lighting budget for season two. And I also, I wanted like a battle scene. Hmm. I I wanted more. I wanted more action. I think. Yes, Damon I chopping the guy's house uh, head off was not enough for you. No, no, <laughs> no. All all the dead babies and the chopping of the head was not enough for me. Oh God! I wanted like somebody to be burned to the ground. Like, uh, yes, I understand. Like the Damon's wife was burned, but like. No, take out all of King's Landing. I want. Oh a my god! <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's just, like Wait, that's I, what... it's a build up. I feel like I feel like if they're gonna yeah. do a bunch of seasons, like it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, like that's gonna happen. We know 100%, like, a hundred percent. Like this next season is gonna be a war for sure. Um, but then you look at yeah, again, you can't compare it to Ga- Game of Thrones is literally the best TV show that ever was, that ever has been. It's so good. If you have watched, if you watched it previously when it came out, you need to watch it again. Cause watching it the second time, it just means so much more to me. Um, so yeah, I would give it a seven out of 10 too. And same, same feelings. I'm disappointed about the cliffhanger. I'm disappointed about the lighting situation. We need some freaking lights in season two. And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think we recap the entire episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed this TV recap. The next one, the next ones probably won't be this long. This was just like a freaking so much happened in it. And it was a finale and all of that. So these usually typically won't be this long, but you know what? It's a finale. We have to give it the time that it needs and we need to talk through all the things. So, um, Lord, do you have anything else that you want to say before we sign off? Final thoughts. Obviously, you can find the TV recap on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, World Spotify, 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 Spotify. yeah, Spotify, (laughs) Spotify. Good lord, Um, Spotify. We'll get it right one day. Yeah, one day we will. Um, Yeah, don't forget to share this with your friends. And we're gonna be back. Not this Friday. But next Friday with a new episode and yeah we're super excited so keep an eye out for more TV recaps we're going to be recapping the Kardashians the Hulu show we're going to reca- uh recapping the challenge MTV's the challenge um, we're going to recap the Real Housewives of New Jersey when it comes back in February and once the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills comes out we will recap that as well so um, that's it for us we're gonna sign off and thanks guys for listening bye love ya bye